Welcome to Two Beards, One Garage. This is a podcast where two pizza makers living in La Crosse, Wisconsin, discuss Wisconsin sports and life without a filter. We take off the Wisconsin sports goggles and tell it like it is. This is a guy's guy's podcast, and if you are easily offended, triggered, or all the other shitty words people make up when they hear different opinions on their own, you may want to choose a better, more woker podcast to waste your time with, because we don't give two fucks. Things will most likely fly off the rails from time to time, so sit back, crack a beer, and just enjoy two dirtbags talking sports. In a world being overrun by a bunch of douchebags, scared to speak their mind, there are two men trying to change the game, one podcast at a time. They go to great depths to secure the sacred art of tearing apart pro athletes who are much more talented, good-looking, and richer than them. Will they be able to bring the common man closer to the athletes? Probably not. But they'll go down fucking swinging as they try. This is Two Beards, One Garage. Yo, 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 what is up, you conspiracy-loving fucks? It is Harky and Z back with another episode of Two Beards in One Garage. It is May 6, 2020. Actually, we went over the date before yeah. we started the podcast, so it probably seemed really smooth this time <laughs> through. Um, don't have a ton to talk about today, but uh, we usually make at least hour, 15, hour and a half rambling on about random bullshit. So. I was going to say, sometimes that's one of the ones we think we have the least to talk about. We end up just rambling on. Yeah, I'm not... I um, just let everyone know I I was really drunk on Sunday. I'm not sure if I'll be able to get 12 beers in a podcast deep again. I got, <laughs> I got bitched at pretty good on Sunday. <laughs> There's one bush light can yeah. left of that fucking 30 rack. So one bush light can between you and two. You had and a 12 pack of those. 12, <laughs> 12 pack of the seltzer. And it was fucking. <laughs> I, I walk out of my garage. I felt like fucking Friday Night Lights out of that strip club. Yeah. And my, my wife was like. Got the pool ready for my daughter, and I like had to play in the pool with my daughter, just fucking <laughs> shit faced. Yeah, I uh, actually, I don't know what, I don't know how I somehow I got home and I, I think didn't feel like I was drunk, but I did not yeah. feel that like wasted. So I I was able to keep it together pretty good, but before you knew it, uh, it was like six thirty at night. So I don't know, I think I got home at like right around 3, and it was like, next thing you know, it was 6.30, and I was like, yeah. whoa. I, and then I sit there and try to argue with her, just tell her that I don't really give a shit what the fuck she thinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then the next day, we don't fucking talk. It's just like, what are you pissed? I'm like, I don't know. I, it is what it is. I really don't give a fuck. You, you can get mad at me, and I don't know, I'll try not to get as drunk next time. She's like, how many beers did you have? I'm like, I don't know, six. <laughs> Dude, yeah, but she's like, it seemed like a lot more than six. She's like, I've seen you on six beers. That was sweet though. So. Like the, when we, I don't know what happened, but I think Petey and I like hit her into like fucking uh, different overdrive. Yeah, different mode. Once they got that four wheel. Once we got that top uh, rack fill yeah. emptied, it was like holy fuck. Next yeah. thing you know, we had two left. Like, like we always say, when when Pete wants to fucking get after it. You better have your yeah. big boy pants on because he can fuck a guy up. Yeah. Um, but I do want to bring up that we did try uh, a new recipe from Cooking with Semen. 
and it was um, chicken cum- chicken crumpling soup. So, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So you have to like you got to make cum out of dumplings. Oh, no, man. dumplings out of yeah, cum. Okay. And um, it's I don't know in the hot broth, and it just kind of adds a little too much salt. I thought mm-hmm. so. I mean, give it a whirl. I'm not a big soup guy in the winter, let alone the summer. But yeah. um, we had a little extra chicken, and so we decided to give her a whirl. And then before we get going here, we do have a sponsor today. And I actually kind of like this new um, sex toy I found. It's called the Thigh Dildo. So it has like yeah. a nice little um, neat thigh sleeve connected to a dildo. So if you're... Um, Fuck if you're kind of getting a little tired or sick of thrusting the old hips, you can stick around your thigh and just go to fucking town. I actually wish that some of the people that listen to this uh, would have went to elementary school with me. Actually, Bobcat would maybe know this. Oh, Bob Catalina. Um, I don't know if Bob Catalina remembers this, but Ethan Treba, he used to fucking, he's a bigger guy, and he used to fucking go up behind people. And like grab him by the shoulders and fucking ram his Whoa. knee right into your ass, like up your or like crack on yeah, or, and it, it'll fucking dude, it hurts like so bad. Your tailbone. Yeah, and uh, if he if he, he had one of those, if he would have had one of those, <laughs> oh boy, shit, nobody would have wanted to go in the locker room with him. No, well, maybe a few guys, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's pretty. That would not know. feel good. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Trying to find different kind of sex toys online for you guys, just because this is going on a little longer than I thought, and I don't know, kind of the old dick in the puss can get a little old. Yeah, you gotta switch her up. Yeah. Have your wife have a kid, and then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, so it seems like the NFL just keeps giving us a little... Oh, that was Mark. Good. That was, right. that was like nothing but net. You didn't hear shit. Yeah, you didn't hear anything. Damn, that, was, that felt good. <laughs> um, NFL never... just keeps dro- um, dropping little nuggets for us. The schedule's supposed to come out tomorrow. I'll let Z kind of explain what he's kind of read today about what the NFL plans on doing. Yeah, so before I, uh, about 6.30, I was reading today that I believe it was, fuck, I forgot who tweeted it now. I want to say John Clayton, maybe, for ESPN. He said that the NFL is planning on doing interconference for uh, all, for like AFC versus NFC. Kobe. For the, for the uh, first four weeks. <clears throat> so like the Packers would play right away. The Jaguars, Titans, Texans, uh, and Indianapolis. No particular order. But, and the reason being for that. Is if this coronavirus stuff is still going on and they don't want, they want to delay the season. And if you miss the first four weeks, it's just against AFC teams. So it wouldn't like, as far as playoff tiebreakers, it wouldn't affect it uh, so bad. So I thought that was actually very smart on their part. Yeah, I didn't, and I, I didn't think of that at again, all. Again, could be wrong. That could also be bullshit. I don't know that for sure. Sounds like it would yeah. make a lot of sense. So um, also reading about the, the Packers schedule sounds like, or not guaranteed on this either, but they did request to have weeks three and four on the road because of the Ryder Cup or oh, okay. something. I think, yeah, Ryder Cup. September, it's like, oh, that's what it was. That, I think, is the first weekend in October. 
is the Ryder Cup. But then that last Saturday in September is Wisconsin Notre Dame at oh, Lambeau. So kind of have to be on the road for that one. Yeah, I, I think usually I, I see no reason why they won't get that request. Yeah. So I mean, I was thinking granted. you might, but if they do AFC <clears throat> NFC for the first four, so we're looking at. Either Jags, Titans, Week One and Two, no particular order. So, kind of two dumb games to get off. Ah, actually, Tennessee, Green Bay might have fucking get in prime time on that. Huh? Yeah. Otherwise, I thought I saw Freilich tweeted out. Somebody said pack Indianapolis Monday night, the first game. But the only the only thing that wouldn't work is that the Packers requested weeks three and four. They play first. They, yeah. They, it has to be weeks three or four. Okay, yeah. That, but. So I guess, yeah, that doesn't line up. But I don't know. I remember it was that last year Schiff fucking Schiff sent you. Yeah. And it was not even close. I think there was. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if there was like one game right. Or like, honestly, I think whenever they, whenever they say they got the leak schedule, it's all a bunch of shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so 6.30 tomorrow, NFL Network. Not sure. What time? Or uh, sorry, I'm not sure that'll be like on ESPN either. But it says NFL Network. I mean, what does ESPN have to fucking? Well, that's what on. I was thinking too, because I don't even have NFL Network anymore. So <clears throat> I haven't. I don't watch it. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's really nothing to watch at all right now. Anyways, on there. But. Was this past fucking week like trying <clears throat> to just make Packer fans kill themselves? They yeah. had the what the NFC Championship game from 2014. Yep. And then the fucking fail Mary. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck's this bullshit? I thought there was another game, too, someone said. But I kind of lost. Probably. I lost. I could not watch. No. Phil Mary's not the biggest deal. That NFC Championship game, I, I would lose my fucking shit. That Phil Mary game just sucked ass in yeah. general. It was, it was like 14. Yeah, because it was. To, they were up 12 to 7 when yeah. that happened because they couldn't fucking punch it in. There's yeah. something about. Green Bay and Seattle that they just cannot get get the job done there. But Wayne Larrabee tweeted something where uh, he must have been watching, just talking about how deep the Packers receiving core was. They were going yeah. six deep then, yeah, and then how fast and athletic the Seattle's defense was at that, that time. So those two teams. That's why I was solo scoring. Yeah, like, they're good teams. But uh, looking at the schedule, what what game are you most looking forward to, home or away, here? For the Packers. On their oh, phone. of course, 49ers. Yeah. I feel like that one's going to be late in the year. I'm thinking that game, probably a Minnesota game, and then Tampa Bay. I, if I had to guess, I'd say those would be some late games. Late in and the then, year. Ooh, New Orleans, and then they, Yeah, the NFC, the NFC um, South, all, like other than Carolina, I think <clears throat> Carolina's D, I think, is going to be better. Like, they're Better, young, and in a few years, going to be pretty damn good if everyone works out. But I mean, they're going to have the a lot of rookies. Bucks, Atlanta, and the Saints. Yeah, I usually when Atlanta and the Pack are kind of full strength, those are usually always good games. Yeah, no matter what, it always seems like Saints. Fucking Superdome can lick my balls, but I was just thinking. So you got to go San San Francisco, tough place to play. New Orleans, Minnesota. Tampa, I'm sure, will be a lot. Well, they play like shit Tampa all the time, anyways. But now Tampa, I'm sure the fan base. Packers just. That is like. Never look good in that. If you win, 
if you go four and four in those away games, I'll take I'd take that. Yeah. But I also then think that this home schedule, I I, I mean seven and one. I mean anything other than six and two. You get less than six and two. That's that's terrible. The I I think the group of four we're looking at right here, and yeah, I think you can go two and two. Yeah. So then I think the other four. So the the four I'm looking at right now is uh, Minnesota, Atlanta, Tennessee, and Philly, and then the other four which should get some W's are the Bears, Jags, Lions, and Carolina. Yeah. I think the Lions possibly will be improved. I just. I don't know if Patricia's head coach material. He just seems like <laughs> yeah. There's just not enough attention to detail, and it sounds like Darius Slay made it sound like, dude, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Right? Yeah. It, so I don't know. It's kind of interesting to see though that schedule. Hopefully, uh, I, I don't know. Do you like Monday night games? Like, do you big on primetime games? Sunday night, I don't mind. Monday night is like. Now with fantasy, it's not as bad, but it's just like the entire day Sunday, you're like, ah, fuck. And then you got to wait all day Monday, but I'm not a big Monday night guy. I'm not either. I like, I like getting all fucked up Sundays. I don't know. Not yeah. all fucked up anymore, but having some people over. and The good thing is it seems like the last probably, what, four or five years at least, the Packers have only, I think, had one Monday mm-hmm. night game each year. I'd rather have them Sunday night. I, yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't mind what I like watching Monday Night Football, but I hate when the Packers play Monday Night because, like, let's just say, well, usually I have off Monday, but like, let's say you work till four or something, then it's like now our whole game day routine <laughs> is thrown off. Yeah, we should fucking talk to the guy, the upper, the people upstairs who schedule us. Yeah, I hate when people say that shit. <laughs> yeah. What what did uh one of our employees Nate Pendleton what a fucking trash bag that kid was holy what do you say the higher ups yeah he said what do the higher ups make you guys work tonight we're like <laughs> Nate we do the schedule you fucking idiot but yeah it's like one of us usually especially when the kids are in school have to work at least till four yeah but yeah yeah th- this year I'm I'm hoping the old number two doesn't fuck too much shit up at least it'll be a little earlier than fucking Evelyn. Yeah, Evelyn was like born, and then it was like next with that same week we got football. Yeah, so I and she really fucked up some fantasy drafts. So yeah, I kind of like Klusendorf when his kid fucking puked on his shirt. <laughs> I, I kind of looked at Evelyn like I'll never forgive you for this. <laughs> um, yeah. I also, uh, remember Ruvel Martin? I do. Yeah, he was. I don't know. I just brought him up last podcast. Yeah, actually, that's why I was like that name rang a bell. You yeah. know when you said it, but. Uh, he used to be number 82 for the Packers, wide receiver back in, what, middle 2000, something yep. like that. But uh, he also, he just joined the Packers coaching staff recently. And a little fun fact about Ruvel Martin is his quarterback in college was Matt LaFleur at Saginaw Valley State. Who else is from there? Any Jeff other? Ja- Jeff Janis. Ja- okay, I was going to say that yeah. sounded so familiar. Okay. Yep. So, uh, anyways, I guess they were kind of saying, or I was reading, I don't know, did you read that article? I didn't. I just saw the headline. Yeah, so I I read the article, and uh, Ruvel Martin said, like, it's pretty awesome uh, that LaFleur and Rodgers are, like, coach quarterback because uh, he said, like, the drive and the competitiveness that those two have is 
pretty uh, pretty similar. Well, didn't Ruvel and Rogers become pretty good buds because yep. they were scout mm-hmm. team guys? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought I heard. So then I Rogers, bet you Rogers was all on board for that. Then Rogers chewed uh, Ruvel Martin's ass out that one time when uh, Ruvel wasn't active for a game. Yeah, he didn't go out and throw, and Rogers like, dude, I'm the backup. I come out here and throw you routes the whole fucking time in warmups. <laughs> yeah. and you can't come out here. Just because you're inactive, like how are you gonna get better? Yeah, but uh, so yeah, Ruvel. I don't. What was the title on what he, the hell he's gonna be doing for them? I didn't really catch. I thought it was like a. It was kind of a position for minorities. Oh, okay. Um, so I think it was kind of a position. I don't know if the Packers made it up, if NFL made it up to get some more minority coaches. I think a chance. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I had no problem with it. It's just like, but if they're not as good as other coaches, they shouldn't. I I don't mind them having like given an opportunity, but once that opportunity is kind of over with, it should be on credibility, not your skin color. And I hate that shit. And all the time, whenever an NFL coach gets fired, and if he's black, it's like he got treated unfairly. It's like, dude, why did you get fired? You got fired because you fucking suck. It yeah. doesn't matter if you're white, black, whatever. Like, you got fired for a reason. Yeah. You get fired in the NFL, unless you're Jim Harbaugh, that's about yeah. the only time where you kind of get fired for and still kind of being good. Yeah, yeah. Or you just... Or, uh, coach, you just who is it, Marty Schottenheimer? Yeah, you go 14-2 and two and <laughs> lose the... He got... Patriots, he, right? Yeah, Marty got fired a lot. And just had good ass teams. I don't yeah. hear anyone fucking stepping up for him. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's a tough situation. I mean, you you always know it. You know it's coming once an African American coach like gets fired. You know. And do you? That's what I was just gonna say. Now this is interesting because we went kind of went into this a little deeper than I thought we would. Do you think they fucking do this, or some teams purposely don't hire black coaches? Because of what the backlash that could come out of it. Ah, I don't. I, I actually don't. You think that? I, just because I think teams can't, like, I think people think the social media, Twitter mob, has more effect than they actually do. Especially yeah. on NFL. Like, you're not fucking, like, you're not getting an NFL owner canceled. No. Like, like you can, maybe a comedian or a singer or something. Yeah, it's just like, true. you're... You can be pissed off all you want, and not buy tickets, but you're like you're you're not taking that team away from them. Kind of, kind of like tell them, like tell them to fuck off. Kind of like when the players were kneeling for the national anthem, and people were like burning their tickets. Like I'm not fucking supporting the NFL, and yeah, it's. I mean, did the numbers go down a little bit? Well, yeah, but it's like they were so high. Yeah. That <laughs> sometimes, like for NFL ratings, revenue, all that shit, it's like you only can. You kind of reach a peak, and you can only go so far. Yeah. You know? Kobe. Not even close. But, uh... Been on a, been on a hard yeah, fucking... That'll happen. Dry spell here. I don't know when the last time I had sex or I hit a fucking Kobe. <laughs> Probably Kobe, actually. <laughs> Speaking of Kobe, he was on the uh, episode five of The Last Dance. Yeah, I'm five episodes behind that. Yeah. Oh, I did look for you. Uh, middle of July, it'll be on Netflix, so. Perfect. Yeah. Binge the shit out of that. You hear Speak- that? Oh, go ahead. No, you go. Oh, I was just going to say. I was going to say something random. So. Oh, okay. 
But I was going to say, you know that they don't even have, because they had to fucking, they threw this in there. Oh, yeah. They don't even done with it yet. Oh, shit, I believe that. Last dance. Of course, people are like demanding it. It's just like, dude, just let them fucking finish it. But it, I was thinking about, though, and I think people would have watched this anyways, but they originally, I guess, wanted to play it like on the off days of the NBA Finals. Yep, yep, that's what I heard in June, yeah. So... This is like perfect, I think, because now it's got its own platform every Sunday, oh. eight to ten for uh, you know, like. And I just go on Twitter, and I, I sent the tweet one time <laughs> about yeah. watching. And he's like, "Oh, like we were talking about it." I'm like, "Yeah, I haven't watched yeah. it." You're like, "Dude, you sent a tweet about yeah. it." Like, I thought you were watching. Yeah, I just like fucking with people, just because just people go just yeah. ape shit about Jordan. Um, you had something that. Shannon Sharp said, kind oh. of about the LeBron Jordan. Yep, and I really, I really liked what uh, Shannon Sharp had to say here. So he said, LeBron James did what Michael couldn't do. LeBron empowers the players. LeBron is more powerful, and that's what's rubbing people the wrong way. Bron's got a Thor hammer, and when he swings it, the pendulum shifts. And the reason why I kind of like that. And after watching this thirty or this thing on Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, he did not basically the way I looked at it. Michael Jordan didn't give a shit if any other NBA player got rich. And I will give LeBron James credit. I think he's a big douche. Did not participate <laughs> in fucking Taco Tuesday. Oh, and Cinco de Mayo on yeah. the same day. And oh, I said, yeah, you talk, everybody was tagging me on Facebook that listens to the podcast. It's like <laughs> they're sending me snaps, like. You know, I'm like, well, at least people are listening. No, yeah. I hate LeBron That's James true. and Taco That's Tuesday, true. but um, no, I actually that's that's actually a really cool point that Shan Sharp brought up there. What do you think? I I, I just <laughs> so I think Shannon Sharp is correct that LeBron does care more about players, individual players, individual yeah. players, and their financial situations and. But I also think that Michael Jordan not giving a flying fuck about any other players kind of made him the player that he is. And that cutthroat, win at all costs, fucking, if you're not with me, fuck off. And I just, I don't, I never get in the GOAT debate. I really don't care who is better, Jordan or LeBron. Right. I kind of used to argue it, but it's just like, I've always said that LeBron just, he just doesn't doesn't have the same mentality as Jordan, so I'm not no. surprised that to hear that Jordan didn't give a flying fuck. Yeah, about and I, I guess it's just tough for me to think about the CBA is just totally different now. And well, there is, and that's the the other thing is too. There's just so much more. Like the NBA, like I know you think the NBA sucks now. But the NBA in the 80s when Jordan came in, they had nothing. Yeah. Like, I mean, Bird and Magic Johnson were young. Yeah, yeah. Jordan, you know, like, so the talent, once Jordan got there, was starting to grow, and then it really took off. And I also think, just like, I don't know, LeBron, like you said, he doesn't have that killer instinct, but... And I think this is kind of like Shan, too. It's like, okay, he left Cleveland to go to Miami because he he didn't give a shit 
about like winning a championship on his own. He just wanted the championship. Shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that competitive drive that you know that drove him like Jordan. It was like whether he was fucking playing golf, whether he was playing cards. Fuck, they were showing this security guard. They would throw a quarter at the wall. Yeah. I don't know if you saw a picture of that guy on Twitter. The blonde yeah. mullet? <laughs> yeah. I, he, he was blowing up. I really That guy was, oh, yeah. Much. So these two used to th- chuck quarters at the fucking wall, and, like, whoever was closest to the wall without hitting it, like, they pay, played for 20 bucks. And this fucking guy beat Jordan, like, I don't know if it was a lot. Quite a bit. Again, but, yeah. I And the funny thing is, too, just kind of, like, bringing up about how with Shan Sharp with that point, now people are going to probably think that I'm agreeing with you. But uh, <laughs> he, Michael Jordan got torn apart, like, in 1990. There's this black politician that was running for governor in North Carolina. And everybody, the black community, wanted Michael Jordan to endorse this, you know, campaign, for, or donate to the campaign or whatever. And he got torn apart because Michael Jordan said, like, Republicans buy my shoes, too. Mm-hmm. And I just thought about that, how everybody tore apart Michael Jordan. He himself said, I'm not a politi- Like, I don't give a shit about politics. Yeah. I, and, like, he kind of said, like, I care about selling my shoes, you know, selling my wardrobe. And, like, everybody else can kind of go piss off. Yeah. So. It, that's... It's just hard to compare... Jordan and LeBron, like, talent-wise, and, yeah, you're playing the same sport, but it was just totally different, like, atmosphere, different, like, social media, LeBron can kind of get his... Oh, Jesus! Oh, my God! Dude, I I might need to borrow just a shot from you and put it on my name. Z-Man's on. I'm on. Um, But just with social media, and I just feel like, LeBron was just touted as like a fourteen-year-old kid growing up. Yep. He he didn't have he didn't have the hardship or the, like the the journey that Jordan had, so he shouldn't and, be the same person as him. Like he's exactly and Jordan, who like think about this for how good Michael Jordan was, being one of the best recruits coming out of high school, the fact that he didn't even make his high school team as a sophomore. Yeah. It's just you know what I mean, like so. Everything that, and like you said, yeah, everything that Jordan has kind of gotten, he he worked for, he earned. He didn't have, like, the, the physical traits that LeBron did. Like, I mean, LeBron, when he was fucking 18, looked like he was 32. Yeah. You know, legit. Now he looks like he's 58. Yeah. You see a picture of him recently. He looks like Kimbo Slice. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Do you hear the shoe company that didn't sign Jordan? Who Jordan wanted to sign with Adidas, before Nike? right? Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. What the hell were they thinking? <laughs> well, did you hear about the uh, Dream Team 2 when they won in 92? They were uh, sponsored by Reebok. Yep. Oh, they put the American up, flag yeah. over his shoulder, and everybody went up all pissed off about that. But you know what? The one thing that I found the coolest <laughs> about this thing with the Jordan thing so far is how, like, on a random Tuesday night, let's just say it would be, like, game 45, he would, he would like, freaking find every goddamn reason to go out there and embarrass the fucker that was going to guard him. Yeah. He, and it was just he like. He was, like, mentally just 
<laughs> like the guy that was probably like guarding him was probably like, why did like what the fuck did I do? Yeah. Like nothing. I just I need to hate you to be to dominate you. You like That's, I wonder like if LeBron played or like during Michael's time, if Michael would have. I mean, Michael really didn't like anyone, but right. if he would have like got along with how LeBron is, it, it's just amazing. Like you said, when you watch this shit in the '80s, '90s basketball compared to now, like the Pistons Bulls, legitimately, if they could have fought in the parking lot or on the court, they would have done it. Like if the NBA would have allowed it, been like, okay, fine. After the series, you guys can just go fucking battle it yeah. out in the Royal Rumble. Bill and Beer would have. <laughs> Jeez. That guy still stick to his guns. I like that guy. Oh yeah, I saw. I did. What did he actually say about Jordan? I didn't really catch it. Um, he didn't apologize or like he didn't say he would shake their hands or whatever. Like I think I, I actually haven't watched it. I just saw a little bit online, but I think he said like, no, I, I still wouldn't shake their hands. It was I guess back in the day that you didn't really do that, like stand around and wait for him to. It was the only reason why. It seemed really selfish and childish of the Pistons. They had to walk in front of the Bulls. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it was all that. Yeah. And then they walked off, and the game was still going on. Yeah. And And Isaiah Thomas, that's why I think it's funny. Like, Michael Jordan basically calls him a bitch. Because Isaiah Thomas, like, puts his – at least Lambeer and those guys, they just walked right in front. Like, if you want to punch us, fucking do it. Let's fight. Yeah. But Isaiah Thomas, like, puts his hand – Blocking his face. Oh, That's yeah. why I think Michael Jordan's like, dude, you're a bitch. That's why Michael Jordan's so hard on him. Yeah. Then he compared to all those other guys. Do you hear what Wilt said? I guess about Jordan. The Jordan rules shit. Or yeah, they said he said they made rules to stop me from being so dominant, and they made rules to make you dominant, or something like that. Well, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but I mean, in a way, I think they kind of did. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I, I also kind of think that. Today's NBA kind of helped out Steph Curry a little bit, or helped out like the little guards. I I honestly gotta say, if the NBA was like the late '80s, early '90s, I'd watch it more. Fuck yeah, it's because like, it would. Well, that's the thing. The, like I said, these guys would go out on a fucking weekday night. You watch. I mean, I, I can. I know when I watch the Bucks on a weekday night, and they're on the road, and I don't know. Let's just say fucking Cleveland or something. Kobe, come on, Hark. Get one finally. Well, That's a start. That's a, a one winner. But uh, you know, I got like I need. I might need Tommy John. Who knows? <laughs> got, got the old cord in there. But um, it's you know you watch NBA on like a Tuesday night now, and the first three quarters. That's why it's like I'll have the TV on, especially for a Bucks game. And usually they, I'll watch right away. They get up by twenty. Then I kind of fuck around on my phone or I'm doing something. And then fourth quarter comes around, I usually watch the rest of it. Unless they're up by, like, 30, then, I mean, it's on. But just, I, I just don't get, like, why you want to fucking make a sport where people are like, I mean, it's on. I'm not really fucking paying attention to it. But it's just like, yeah, there's just, I think, like, the physicality is important with. It just sucks with the, the regular season sucks. Because out of an 82-game schedule, there's legitimately about 20 games where I'm, like, kind of excited. Like, you know, I'm like, all right, hey, the Bucks are playing the Lakers. They have a certain kind yeah. of feel to it. Yeah, like, I remember this year when the Bucks played um, at Toronto. 
Then they played, uh, or I think the Lakers, tw- the two times they played the Lakers, the Clippers, like, I was excited for those games. But it's like, it just sucks, yeah, when you play, like, Atlanta. And even, like, everyone loves Trey Young. I don't really get why. I mean, the guy's... Well, okay. everyone loves Trey Young now because that's what the NBA is. Yeah. Just small guys chucking up deep threes. Yeah, and so, I don't know. It, it's just crazy, though. I love... If, think if we would have been old enough to remember those Knicks Bulls series, even though oh, the man. even though the I mean, Bulls, I was you would have been yeah, you would have been a little bit, but uh, even though the Bulls usually always beat the Knicks, I love the the attitude though the Knicks brought. Like John Starks, Starks he yeah. had no problem fucking yeah. picking fights with those guys. Charles Oakley, oh yeah, that I, guy's no problem picking fights with anyone. Did you know? Yeah. And I never knew this until this thirty for thirty that Charles Oakley was a bull when Jordan was there. I think I I just saw it on Twitter. I think yeah, they were like best friends. He had, uh, I could I could fucking see that. Yeah, I, I could see Jordan just liking that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's well, in all business. Like when they were playing the Pistons like early on in their careers. And the Pistons that beat the shit out of Jordan Oakley always right up in their fucking grill. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I just really appreciate fucking guys in the NBA that just don't back down. Like like Matt Barnes. I like Matt yeah. Barnes. It's like, yeah. that guy will fucking throw down. He doesn't give a shit. How awesome that have been if Matt Barnes and Colby would have thrown down. Yeah, did you ever hear that real story on that? The, where, that, the angle that Colby... Oh, it didn't look as bad. Yeah, it, it. He actually didn't flinch at all. Like. Yeah, because Barnes yeah. like pump fake, pump fake it right to him. Yeah, and, yeah. Kobe just stood there. Kobe wasn't even in a de- defensive position either. Yeah, and like a certain angle looks like he he Kobe kind of fucks up, but yeah, I, I guess he fucking didn't at all. This is so funny to think the two players that Kobe Bryant probably hated the most. Their first stretch is Matt Barnes and Ron Artest. And then what happens? They both go to the Lakers and win yeah. championships with them. Well, I wonder if he just fucking hated them because they were damn good. And yeah. I wonder if Rodman kind of fucked that up too just a little bit. And John Sally. They were, you know, bad boys on the Pistons. And they jumped ship and went to the Bulls. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if that, like, if that's how it all started, like, or all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, we're we're rivals. We can you know join <laughs> now. And that's the thing. I actually really, if there's one thing I kind of hate about the NBA right now. Um, everything. <laughs> I don't hate everything, but I like oh, the NBA. I know you do. But God. if God there's bless your soul, if there's one thing I I kind of just hate the most is there is no like two players that legitimately fucking hate each other. Like I'm talking like. They would, like, th- they want to just beat the shit out of the other guy. You know, like, there's no, like, huge rivalry. Like, LeBron talks, Maybe LeBron, biggest... talks, LeBron talks shit about Curry and Thompson, but then, like, when it comes down to it, when they're on the court. I mean, when he, I, when you said that, I honestly, in my head, I can't even think of anything LeBron has said about them. Like, they, he's just, I mean, he'll more. Excuse me. I don't know if he's actually. I guess, yeah, I don't know exactly off the top of it's my head. It's all just talking. That's now. what I'm it's, saying. Like, it's, it's just... It's just like fucking social media, I feel. It's yeah. Just, behind the screen. Yeah. Behind the mic. Yeah. And, because, like, I was trying to think of that. I'm like, when I was watching that 30 for 30, or on Sunday night, I'm like, 
trying to think of like two guys in the NBA who like legitimately like just cannot stand each other. What Giannis and uh, Blake Griffin? Yeah, there's some there's some sparks there. The only problem is Blake Griffin's past his prime, and the last I think the two times the Bucks played, he didn't even Griffin. I think Blake play. Griffin might just hang her up and go to comedy. That guy's pretty funny. He's funny. I like he's Blake. He's funny as shit. Yeah, whenever he's in an interview or something, he is good. I mean, when you're an NBA... I guess there was a few NBA players on roast. Shaq. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, those roasts are funny. Oh, yeah. But, like, yeah. I don't, like, and the thing is, Embiid and Giannis kind of, like, trash talk each other. But then, like, when it comes down to it, then Giannis goes and takes them with his first pick in the All-Star. Yeah. Yep. And... That is so true. Kind of it. It makes all those rivalries just go to shit. Now with the NBA kind of all star format. Like, well, not only that. Well, that and then the other thing that I've come to realize too is now nobody wants to piss off each other because it's like, all right, if I'm on a shit team, I want to team up with these guys. I want to stay buddies. It's almost like you want to stay <laughs> yeah. in the fucking clique or something. It's like yeah, the old. I don't really like the saying, but yeah, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Yep. Or... Well, like, I always just think back to fucking Kevin Durant. Yeah. When he left OKC, it's like Russell Westbrook, he was going down swinging. I mean, I mean, Russ goes down swinging all the time. But, oh, actually, if there is beef, I take that back. There's one beef in the NBA. Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook. Ooh. That's the but they're taking Lillard in a fucking um, rap, rap off. <laughs> Guy, I'm not a big rap fan. I don't know if they're good or not, but Lillard sound good when he raps. I'll take him in a rap off. I'll take Russell Wils- Westbrook in a cigar off. I'll take AJ Hawk over both of them. <laughs> yeah. That guy fucking. You know, you know what? That's that the other cool thing about that fucking the last dance is how many cigars Jordan smoked. So, like. He would smoke uh, so many. I was listening to someone. I don't know who it was. And they said um, Jordan was sitting there with his $1,200 tumbler and his, like, $4,000 tequila or something that was... And it's his brand. His brand. Yeah. He's just like, he just doesn't give a fuck anymore. He's no, he's, doing, a, like, he's a fucking baller. Yeah. yeah so. He's pretty hilarious. Yeah, I, I doubt we have any more listeners now that we talk about the NBA oh, for 20 minutes. Oh, shit. But... If you're still listening, um, we might get back to the NFL. Who the fuck knows? But, like, what? I guess that's what I want some people, though, to to message, like, me or, or Harky. Is just, what, if there is one thing you just, like, don't just say you hate the NBA. Say why you hate the NBA. And if you really don't want to, then just don't send us anything. But, like, I just want to know, like, why, I kind of like, I'm just kind of always curious of why people... Love the NFL or hate the NFL. Love MLB, hate MLB. You know, like, I, I'm always just curious, like, why, like, what's the reason? I, I guess in the uh, NFL, it's pro- maybe at the end of the year, a little bit when teams are out of it, but it's a little harder to see. We only have 16 games. Visually, a team just not giving a shit. Yeah. And I think sports that lack defense just don't do well. Right. I agree with that. And then, like you brought up, I think sports that... And I think football, it just seems like naturally people don't like each other because they're banging the shit out right. of each well, other. Well, you kind of have to be fucked and fucking yeah. loopy. And like you brought up in the NBA, it's it's kind of like a movie, like a thriller movie. You want to 
a good guy and a bad not not good and evil. You don't need a good guy and a bad guy in the NBA, but you need a conflict to kind of make it interesting. I feel and I feel that NBA just yeah doesn't have that anymore. It doesn't have the bad boys. Yeah, I always just kind of it think, doesn't have those bad <laughs> right. I kind of just think about like when I was watching the Lakers, but a lot back in the day when my best friend was winning titles oh. and uh, <laughs> it when. Like the the Blazer Portland Trailblazers against the Lakers, like those those two teams also just legitimately like there was just hatred there. You just felt it, and it was great. Like remember one time Kobe like did a little floater in the lane at Portland, and fucking Rasheed Wallace just fucking throws a like an elbow right at his chest, and Kobe gets up and wants to fight, and she just stands like right over the top. It's like let's fucking go. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like. Now, if you do that, you're going to get probably kicked out of the fucking game. That's probably, that probably help, doesn't help. Goddamn, the Pistons and Pacers really fucked it up, I feel, in 2005 or whatever year that was. Yeah. Before. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it, that's when it started, but I just, and I also think, to your point, the, the following now, it's, it's becoming fucking like soccer. With the yeah. flopping. It just fucking is dumb. And with all the fouls, all, nobody wants to fucking watch free throws, I'll tell you that. No. That's like, uh, to flopping, like you said. Giannis will get in foul trouble, like, every fucking game. But he'll get three of his four or five fouls will be charges. And I'm like, how the fuck are we going to, how are you going to call? And, like, he'll get called for a charge on a spin move. I'm like, come on, ref. Like, that's an obvious flop. On a spin move? Like, yeah. Kobe. Come on. Oh, jeez. Almost put her in the can. Yeah, that would have done that. That my first three shots. My first three shots have been quite impressive. Jesus. But yeah, another news. uh, Pizza Ranch. Oh. Sue, was that? Sue Center Falls or something? Sue Center opened up. Yeah. Did, uh. Sent a few t- uh, tweets out to people saying fucking road trip or that what? That was so funny. I was geeking out. And then there was another, um, there was a chick that was saying, I hope when I find my job, I'm like 20 miles or 20 minutes from a yes. pizza ranch. And then she said, like, she, then she tweeted back saying, I just got hired. And she, I think she was less than 20 minutes yeah. away. What I a- told Bob Catalina, I know you're happily married, but hey. I said you could. Guys can just be friends. It's not just totally like you guys got a bone and start making fucking pizza ranch babies. But was there other uh, breaking news um, about a possible series starting with us in the oh, August? Yeah, um, I forgot about that. Here, actually, ESPN did contact me. They listened to a few of our episodes. They weren't kind of thrilled with how I ripped on them, but. Um, so they did let us make a commercial, here it is. What if I told you that there were two guys that thought it was a good idea to start a sports podcast one month before sports were shut down? That they took a place designed to keep cars out of the elements and began recording their drunk asses talking about sports that aren't even being played? What if I told you that these guys don't give a shit about being politically correct and neither of them actually has the girth to fill a magnum condom. That their biggest fans are degenerates just like them, and that's the way they like it. 
What if I told you that ESPN sucks ass, but 30 for 30s are pretty cool? What if I told you to tune in for the first annual episode of 69 for 69, the story and making of the Bob Catalina, presented by Two Beards in One Garage? Would you believe me? Coming August 2020. So, so yeah, um, just wait. Just wait for August um, 2020, and we will be having kind of a 30 for 30 on the making of Bob Catalina. So Yeah, we might have to just have him. I'm, I'm thinking I want to try to get him down here in May, maybe, huh? I don't know if my brother's boner would go down. Would he? It might hit from he, Rochester. He, he is jacked up about Bob Catalina. It's... Sometimes when our the Twitter gets going back and forth, it's fucking funny. Dude, the, the one when what did Bobcat tweet back that one day? When he was oh, like, you want to see Bobcat <laughs> Alina shit through a screen and not touch it or something? Dude, and then Dan with that was like, was that like an elephant uh, or something? Rhino, Rhino, yeah. yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, man, that was that was some good stuff. Yeah, yep. I mean, I, I don't like plugging our shit because, yeah, whatever, but if you want to see some funny stuff, follow us on Twitter. Dan, Dan's a very, very good addition to the Twitter page. Oh, Dan's kind of like our... Dude, my, my brother was hounding me for not being on Twitter. Oh, like, he's just like, dude, you're missing remember, out on so much. Remember when Lori from Bluffside, she like... Could not believe I was not on Twitter. Yeah, she's and like... Even though I am now, I see a lot of stuff that I want to comment on, I'm like... Just don't do it. Right. I just feel like it's a trap. It's yeah. Like, it, you're just typing with people you will not see or, like, come in contact with, and you're getting, like, so pissed off. I'm like, God, don't even fucking do it. That's why sometimes, actually, when I do read the comments, I sometimes just laugh. I like to read the comments, though, just just to get a different perspective, at least. Right. I don't, Dude, I don't that, agree with it, but I'm like, okay, well. Also, the other tweet that we got... Or uh, you retweeted uh, Tom Crabtree's fourth and twenty six, mm-hmm. and then he liked it. Yeah, but I, I there I saw that I, I was at work yesterday and I was like looking through some of the comments and what did he say? Like, I bet a super cool guy like starts yeah. touching. He's a like, super cool and fun guy or something. <laughs> like the first comment was like, uh, try no, and then like fucking. Crabtree like sends a gift to like a guy like taking a deep breath and like kind of being like disappointed. <laughs> and, but dude, he, I, I'm like, how did we not like we were just talking about him too? Yeah, and uh, we just brought it up. Was it last? PD was on. Oh, was it? It was probably yeah. two Sundays ago then. First, was it, was it the first time Pete was on? Yeah, I, it was one of them. It was one of the times that Pete was on. I'm pretty sure. Not to fucking just take a curveball, but I saw this, and we brought up the Alex Smith thing before. Oh, this is good. Dude, this yeah. is the fucking craziest thing. So, you know, Joe Theismann and Alex Smith both broke their leg, but right. the similarities is fucking, I honestly cannot fucking believe it. It's, so it's the injury scary right scary almost, yeah. So the injury to both, broken right tibia and fibula. That was both date November eighteenth, nineteen eighty five. November eighteenth, two thousand eighteen. The teams, of course, Washington Redskins. It was in Washington. This I cannot fucking believe. The yard line. They're both on the thirty nine yard line, and the final score in the game was twenty three to twenty one. 
caused by a three-time Defensive Player of the Year, Lawrence Taylor, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, Hardo Hall of Famer in the Two Beards, One Garage, J.J. Watt, the left tackle, um, Joe Jacoby was off the field due to an injury, the Pro Bowl left tackle, Trent Williams, off the field due to an injury. Oh, have fun with Trent Williams, Pratt. But, uh, <laughs> anyways. Dude, that is fucking creepy. Isn't it? And I saw that. I don't know how this world works, but yeah. holy fucking shit, dude. I saw that, too, and, like, after I read it, I was honestly kind of, like. I think like, people are starting to catch up with the Matrix. Some social media or something. I, I was honestly, yeah, like, a little, a little, like, creeped out by that. I, I was like, what the fuck? What if Alex Smith would have fucked up, like, how shit was run that he, he like noticed it or something he like looked into it for right the final destination yeah really oh, well or um butterfly effect mm-hmm. god damn that shit i i could not fucking believe that like was that actually cory manlick he he sent or i think you did too about that uh e60 and alex smith yeah did, did you watch it uh, I, I honestly couldn't bring myself to watch it. Yeah, after, I can't after, either, dude. I, like, right? tweeted out his leg. Yeah, I'm like, I saw the picture. Looks like he has, like, elephantitis. Yeah, I saw the picture, and I'm like, I am not watching this. This is not, I mean, that's not cool. Yeah, I don't know if we brought this up. This is random, too. I like random. So, the... Random foolies. Um, people in the NBA, sorry to bring up the NBA game. 20-plus uh, <laughs> points per game. Um, and 50, 40, 90. We brought this up, didn't we? And think, see, well, we did a little bit. We're talking about Chris Middleton. Yeah, so he might be in company now if the season ends and they don't finish it with Larry Bird, Dirk Nowitzki, Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry. <laughs> and then Chris Middleton. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? So, yeah. I mean, 50, 40, 90. The other crazy thing... Like when we first started this podcast, was I think Schiff brought up the point how his numbers were better than, or like Kobe, about, about the same. Oh, I, 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 I honestly, I think, I think NATO's starting to, yeah, the uh, NATO shoulder yeah. can't get the lift, yeah, <laughs> that's but, what uh, she said, right? But I, I think I it was Schiff, <laughs> maybe your neighbor does, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Good thing she doesn't listen. Yeah. She fucking hates me, I think. You think so? I don't know. She always waves whenever I come over. Really? She never waves to me? I think... She, maybe she's afraid of me. I don't know. Maybe she's intimidated. Yeah. I, maybe I she mean, likes your wife. Fucking take her. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you make a little swap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You saw the other one over there. Yeah, so. I was like... Dude, I was actually kind of laughing. I, I was like, kind of listening to the podcast, and like, Pete was like, we came in, and we we were kind of like, Pete, go, just go check her out. And he's like, ah, all right, it's all good. <laughs> we're like, who cares if you're pissing? Like, yeah, just go piss. Yeah. Another thing I want to bring up from an old podcast. So I might have fucked up when I put it in there, but our boy Trey Adams. At the combine, remember him? Yes. Where did he? I was actually. Where did he? Have where? Uh, what? Well, if there's anything about you you want to change about yourself, yep. what would it be? He said bigger dick. Yep. Yep. Guess where he went? It makes sense. It's a. It's. 
What once I hear you're like, oh my god, it's a good team for him. Does it have something to do with his dick? Uh no, no. It just has something to do with the atmosphere of the team. Oh man. Actually, I don't know. Just tell Buffalo Bills. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> I like wasn't even I don't know, I was thinking like Browns or something. No, I yeah, just perfect. like the old Bills mafia. Yeah, oh they'll love that. <laughs> They'll be chucking him dildos on the sidelines oh, and yeah. stuff. That's for sure. Did he get so did he get drafted, I take it then or No, I think they actually signed him. Oh. Um Yeah, he didn't get drafted. I think they undrafted free agent. You know that what was that stat you read off uh last sun on Sunday? It was like three hundred and oh, oh I think it was three thirty six. Seven people were invited to the combine, and three thirty-six got drafted, or like signed as undrafted. Yeah, yeah. or yeah, no, I think three thirty-six got drafted that went to the combine. Well, there's not three hundred thirty-six draft picks. Never mind, you're right. Was there like? Well, there's. I don't even, see. Like that, that's the thing though. There's never a set amount. It's kind of with the compensatory picks. Yeah. What was it? I don't even know because it changes every year. But um, definitely wasn't three hundred. But. Um, anyways, I was laughing because when I was watching The Last Dance, Shea Patterson did get signed uh, Sunday night by somebody. I don't remember now who. Maybe Oakland after they shit-canned Deshaun. <laughs> That's right. Deshaun Kaiser. Wow. Yeah. What a, isn't it amazing? I wonder if Jake Fromm is going to end up just like he was, Deshaun Kaiser. Because remember if Kaiser would have came out the year before at Notre Dame? People were talking to him like he was going to be first. Yeah, you're right. I think Schiff will have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was eligible to come out a year before, and he went back to Notre Dame and then shit the bed. He still got drafted, what, 50th or something by the Browns? Yeah, he got benched. Yeah, at Notre Dame, yes. Or I think Hurt benched, same thing. I don't know. Hurt then benched, one of the two. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Or care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, de- I definitely don't care. Anyways, I was super jacked up when the Packers cut his ass after preseason because I'm like, I feel like if they would have straight up cut Tim Boyle and kept him, it would have just been because they traded for him. Yeah, like Tim yes. Boyle was way fucking better in preseason last year than Kaiser. I, I, I don't mind that trade at all. They no. knew Demarius Randall wasn't the fucking answer, no. and they're like, maybe we can work with Deshaun. Maybe we can. Yep. See if we can get something, but other, like other than that, who gives a fuck? I was super jacked up when they got rid of Randall. Oh fuck! I didn't that. give a shit. That's a like, what is it? Addition by subtraction. Dude, that fucking guy, I hated him. Like I didn't he signed yet. He did sign. I want to say with Washington. Uh, maybe Ronnie boy. Yeah, but I, Ron doesn't put up like I could see him, like being a shit bag and just them just getting pissed off at him. I don't know. Yeah. So Barstool has kind of, it's called Answer the Internet. So they put out, you have to choose one. So these are your options, everyone. And if you want to, I don't know, text us, tweet us, email us, whatever. So you have to choose one of these. Drink and never be hungover. Sounds pretty solid. Yeah. Drink and never gain weight. Drink and always close the deal with a chick. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Heinz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never drink and your team wins a championship. 
That one's already out. That one's out. That's my team's already won a championship. That's exactly when I looked this point. over. I was actually so disappointed when I got to the fourth one. That's yeah. what I was. I'm like, I'm but, a, I don't care what the hell goes on in life. I'm I guess not, I'm not that disappointed though, because there are some people though that have not had a championship. They're like, I. Yeah, but did never drink again. Yeah. I, I mean, fuck. The Packers won the Super Bowl ten years ago. Yeah. I mean, it was fun as fuck. But it's like my life didn't change. Yeah. Yeah, there are some. some uh, I mean, I was happier. Tool bags out there that probably picked that one. I don't know. I wouldn't. All right. Well, Z, which one are you going with? Okay. Can I go like give you like a couple examples of why what I would pick if I was at certain types of age? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll allow that. Let's go. Let's go age. So, and, and then and then your final answer now. Yeah. Okay. So if I was eighteen to twenty-two. I'm going to drink and always close the deal with the chick. I think hands down, right? Yeah, well, the thing is, I always did that, so I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> I just Not a fucking chance. <laughs> oh, man. The funny thing is, I, I didn't try often. I don't know. No. But it was, yeah. But that, if I was 18 to 22, that would be, that would be my... Yeah, but, but that's... I, I guess we have to change it because... I'm gonna say let's fuck the age thing right fuck now. Fuck the age yeah. thing because because if you were back then you would have been stuck with that. Okay, well, then I'll say drink and never gain weight because yeah I don't give a shit about I, drink and never be hungover because that, I'll just start drinking again if I don't want to be hungover or, anymore. Or your hangover will finally subsue. Yeah, your so, fucking weight gain's there. Yeah, exactly. So, unless so, you work to take it off. Yeah, so I'll, shit, we're fucking I, agreeing again. Yeah, goddamn it. I mean. I guess it's not that hard. But if I was single, if I was single, I would say drink and, and always close the deal with the chick. Ooh, that, that. If I was single, I would. I actually would not. I, uh, when, I, when I drink and get drunk, I, I, don't, I honestly, my fucking cock hardly works anyways. Yeah, but they're really also probably not expecting, they're probably not going off a of Wisconsin Josh Harkey kind of drunk. No, I know, but when the question's asked to me, I yeah. gotta but think about true, NATO, true. But I'm saying like NATO drunk. Barstool should have put that like harky <laughs> drunk. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dumb fuck. <laughs> like most see that's you know like how we were kinda I think it was was it last was that on Sunday when I think you and we were kinda you, me and Peter kinda talking about how like that chick was tearing apart people from Wisconsin, like break how much they drink. <laughs> yeah. And that was awesome. But yeah. It is kind of funny to think about, though, like, how people just cannot believe how much people from Wisconsin drink. Like, they almost think it's, like, not, not like, doable. And then it's, like, I don't know, we fucking do it, like, at least once a week. Yeah. At least, I know we do. Oh, for sure. Especially. Now with this podcast, it's kind of three to four days a week for me. Yeah. I, I stick... For the most part, I just stick to the Wednesday Sunday routine. Yeah, that's that's not a bad, not a bad plan with the new little guy around. Yeah, he, man. Speaking of that, I don't, I don't know if anyone cares, but how's how's everything going? Good. Finally, <laughs> finally had a few family members around. And yeah. Probably helps out the old lady, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, he uh, man. Actually, it was so funny the other day. I got this is a good story. Kobe. 
Oh, actually, I'm gonna need this Bob Catalina. Oh, okay. Z-Man finally getting his fucking balls on him. Right. Those were good. But uh, it was actually yesterday morning. This is pretty funny. So, you know, wake up. It's about 6. He's up. Juno's up. You know, we got to feed the boys. So, Guida grabs Jalen, changes him, feeds him. Or I fed him a bottle. I don't know what happened. How she ended up with him. He threw up on her shirt. So she fucking takes that shirt off, you know, because, I mean, he threw up a lot. It wasn't, like, one of those where it's just, oh, like, a little. Pretty much everything he drank, yeah, he threw and up. And yeah. it was just, like, and she's just, like, God damn it. She puts on another shirt, like, grabs him again, puts him on his shoulder, like, not even a minute later, throws it up on that one. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure Quito wasn't wearing your shirts? Yeah, right? <laughs> Might have smelled I mean, like I, shit or yeah. something. No, yeah. No, I, I could just have it on throw up at your fashion. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, they were me because there okay. was a great one. Well, not, one, not a good sign. One was a great, well, actually, take that back now. One was a gray, one was a gray shirt, but it had um, neon green in it. Oh, yeah. So, a little bit, yeah, okay, I got you. And then the other one was a black, you know, the old Steve Pratt traditional, black and white. Ah. So, she threw up on Pratt's fashion. Well, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't blame Jalen for doing that. No, I was the same thing. Like geez. only two times. Oh, I was <laughs> but it was like back. It was just you know like if he throws. I mean, it's not like the first time. Oh yeah. Because I know sometimes. Well, the shirt I actually almost wore over here today was just a long sleeve, and I like all of a sudden I'm about ready to leave. I'm like, yeah, I'll see you later. Oh, you're so queen. She's like. I don't care if it's you're just you and Harky. You are not leaving the house with that shirt. And I looked, and like, there's, like, kind of spit marks, drool all over Oh, because Sheriff Nate was going to be here? No, she was just saying, like, just don't oh, just go in even public. Just in oh, general. Man. Like, just don't go in public looking like that. Dude, Pav does not listen to this anymore. I have a wife that fucking puts her boogers on her fucking shirt. Evelyn's? No, I don't know. Sweatshirts. She's a fucking weirdo. Damn, I've never done that. Yeah, I, I usually just flick them. I've done that. I don't know. She like, I haven't seen them in a while, but I'm ne- fucking... Yeah, it's, she, she loves picking boogers. Does Evelyn ever get, like, boogers in her nose? Oh, God, when she was fucking Jalen's age? All the time. Yeah. Not, not right now. Did you have one of those things where you had to suck them out? Dude, Pav told me you guys are doing that. I'm like, I do not miss doing that shit. Did you have to do that, or what did you do? It, it was a team effort with us. What did you do? I, I I would hold down Evelyn's arms. Oh. It it, it was like, we oh, we honestly were felt like she was a terrorist, and we were fucking interrogating her. Because well, I would hold down her arms, because otherwise she'd be that. And then we would just be like, okay, this is going to suck, and then go in there. Would you pick him out, or use that tool? Oh, yeah. She would use that tool, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, we had an electric one, and then we had uh, one that was like a straw where Pav would suck. That's suck how we air, did. That's how we I think did. it was the most disgusting thing on earth, but I Pav would fucking do it. Quito, like, yeah, Pav, Pav loved doing that shit. Oh, uh, I yeah, I, I was the same way. I'm like, this is fucking weird. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of it, but uh, damn, I was just gonna say something else, and I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, now it's starting to get a little. What the hell is it? I don't even know. Damn. Something about snot or... I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know. Actually, yeah. but that's the funny thing. I was like, when they spit up, that shit don't even bother me. No, spit up. You're just mellow. Actually, and and the first ever shit Evelyn took, I think she was kind of backed up a little bit at first. Oh, she blow her. Oh boy, and I'm just like I was. I think I texted her, called my mom. I'm like, yeah, Evelyn hasn't shit yet. And then it oh. came. I'm like, holy I, fuck. <laughs> I caught. I caught. I know what I was gonna say now. Remember when you would like we'd be at work and you would tell me how like Evelyn would be like doing like like. Ah! You know, yeah. I couldn't ever like. I was like, "Oh, what the fuck is he talking about?" But now I was like, today when I was changing Jalen, and I was like getting him out of his uh, onesie or whatever, and he was doing that, and I'm like, "Oh, I bet this yeah. is what Harky was talking about." Oh yeah, <laughs> there's such fucking little shit. Yeah, I, th- little kids are just like little infants are actually pretty damn fun. Yeah, they're. I don't know. It's funny how like when you when you know like what they need, like you know what I mean, like when you know that they're like hungry, and then you feed them, and then it's like they go to sleep, or when they can't breathe, and or they Laquita's really good at like <laughs> can't breathe, so yeah. you take the pillow, pillow off. off. Yeah, <laughs> you're talking about your wife or Jalen? Yeah, both. <laughs> the only one that's safe is Juno now. Yeah, because he's faster than you. That's it. What about him eating your steak? Oh my god! I still cannot believe. It. Like the thing that pissed me off the most is like I knew you know when you just know you cook you you just know there's like there's no way I could cook a better steak. Or like, you know, but you know you could top it again. But you know, like when you had that feeling where you're just like you're starving. And the reason I was so excited for that steak, I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat the steak. We're going to go drink 15 beers, do a podcast, and it was just going to be great. And then Juno just fucking ruins it. I feel like with me with steak is, it's similar to pussy. Yeah. You put the time in, you put the effort in, it's all in your mind, the entire time you're cooking it. Yeah. Not that I like eating puss. Right. I'm just saying pussy in general. If you don't get to do something with it, you're like... (laughs) It, yeah. it kind of fucking throws you off. Right. Yeah, so... But, uh... <laughs> I like the way you put that. Well, and you know what? This is kind of true, because steak is a little tender. You better oh, yeah, and, better. Well, you better, and if you cook it too fast... Yeah. She'll fucking dry up on you. Yeah. I... Man, I, I kind of just threw that out there. Hopefully people are still listening to that. Oh, Fuck. Or only an hour in. If people are listening Crotto, two hours in. Crotto was listening Cutting Wood the other day. Jeez, Crot man. Crotto, I told, I didn't say it, but Crot, you're still listening. You're getting some free merchandise. Oh, wow. When Good we get that. it, when we get it made. Once Haley pops this kid out and. No, actually, I mean, we can, we can get merch made right now if we want. Place is still open? It, I mean, Haley has nothing to do with our merch. Oh, yeah. We, 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 just, we already got, got the logo. I guess I just wanted to wait till all the shit was done, kind of. Yeah. So so we could take orders and sizes. Yeah. You know, Kobe, come on. Oh, okay. Damn, I felt at your back. Hark, you only missed that one by a few inches. Hark's getting closer. You know what I'm surprised about on that hoop is that we don't get more of a like a backboard on that well, by the door. Like the 1990 drywall in my garage has something to do with it. Yeah, that's true. 
I can't wait though till fucking Bobby Weeza puts on that two beers, one garage shirt and goes like Donna Showboat <laughs> and has to explain to everybody at Donna Showboat and Donna Pratt's girlfriend. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> well, about what two beards one garage is. Yeah. At least Donna knows me. Yeah, that's true. She, so she at least would know that, but trying to explain to everybody else what the hell it is, I, could, I would just love to be there. Maybe, maybe the old old fucks have started listening to podcasts. Who the fuck knows? Actually, I'm surprised. Bobby, when we were getting ready for Bobcat, Bob Catalina's bachelor uh, party, Bobby was like texting me, sending me pictures and emojis. Oh, I was going to say, Bob. I mean, Bobby runs a business. He has a. Yeah, but Bobby had a flip phone until 2018. Huh? He's a fast learner. And he's the only guy I know that goes into. Well, maybe. Actually, I take that back. He's not as dumb as I think he is. I think now he's smart. He's the only guy I know that goes into a bar. And leaves his phone in the truck. Oh wow! So if maybe, the wa- so maybe if, I should do that. So if the wife calls or texts, he, oh, phone's in the truck. Oh man, dude! Like that one day, veteran. When uh, Smart move. when I was home in January, and that motherfucker was so fucked up at Hiawatha. Bobby was, and his wife came in. Looking for him, you. I bet Bobby was hoping there was like a fucking sinkhole that would have opened up right where he was sitting. <laughs> I've never seen Bobby like damn near shit. Well, he shit his pants prior to that, but oh, it was that night? Yeah, oh. all in one night. Damn. And yeah, then that's, the a, best, that's a solid move until yeah. until she calls you out on it or like the best she shows up. The best part was is that was the sixth stop she made that day that night. To find him. To or? find him. Oh man, we might have to get we might have to get Bobby and Bob Catalina <laughs> at the same time. We had if we had those two on and probably tell their stories. Like we think we're bad with pissing off our wives. Ooh. I don't even want to know the shit that those two have put up. Like I think we're actually. You think the uh, Catalina's fucking toned her? Oh, he's definitely toned her down since. Yeah, I think I think he likes to push the limits a little bit, though. Good for him. I think he. I mean, I think here he. I think for the most part, he obeys the rules or like does what she wants. But I think he at the same time he he has no problem, you know, turning right when he should go left. Um, Stanley Hudson from The Office kind of is an inspiration to me when I fuck <laughs> up. When I, if, if, unless I really fuck up bad. Stanley Hudson says, I do not apologize. I love unless it. I think I did something wrong. And yeah. if you don't like that, you can leave just like I told my old wife. <laughs> and I I think it just pisses Pav off so bad because I hardly ever apologize. Yeah. I, I just think apologize is dumb. I'm like, okay, you're pissed off Sunday. I don't need to say sorry. I just I'll do better next Sunday, hopefully. I'm not promising yeah, you. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, we we have listeners that want us drunk. I don't yeah. think they want to listen to us sober. I wouldn't. Fuck no. I actually listened to like. I don't one listen to anyone sober? They're I a bunch like, of fucking nerds. I like listened to one of the last ones we did without drinking. I'm like, holy fuck! It's like it's so fun just hearing the beer can just hit 
knocking around and just crunching of the cans. Yeah, it's funny. We were we actually I think we might have took this a little too seriously. I mean, if we really wanted to make this our job and shit and that, we probably should have went that route where Yeah. But if we're just kind of doing it for fun, we don't give a fuck. Well, then who gives a shit if anyone listens? Yeah, like Mad Fre- <laughs> like you said, I was cutting the grass today. I'm listening to the, the Frey one. And I even texted him. I said, yeah, it's good stuff. But it's like, damn. It's just, it's dry. I told him, I said, it's dry. You told him that? I did. And he said, okay, sounds good, Jeff. He didn't like that. No. Well, I told him, I said, you should spice it up, throw me and Hark on. You think he would ever have either no. of us? He, he's, but he's too big of a pussy. That's what I'm thinking is we, we would have him on. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he had a podcast that he didn't want us to swear, I wouldn't. I would, I would respect it, but I also. See, like, I don't know if I could those, do it those guys, like. They, like. I don't know what it is with them. Like, I feel like they try to be kind of, like, negative, but they, it's like at the same time, they're just. <laughs> they're not. Yeah. They did. It was kind of funny. I had to laugh today. Did we bring up that Trayvon Hester signing? No, we didn't. Oh, I kind of forgot about that. So the Packers we signed. We look his ass up. Yeah, we did. I didn't even know. I thought his last name was like Hodge or something. I don't fucking know. I mean, at least I had the H part right. Uh, Abdul Hodge? <laughs> Abdul, Abdul Hodge. Dude, I thought when the Packers God drafted him. damn. I thought that was a fucking I was so jacked steal. up. Third round, first overall pick, too. Um, you know, Madden back in the day. So I used to do put A.J. Hawk in the middle. I'd run a 4-3. Oh, no, sorry. I'd put who was the middle linebacker back then? Ryan Williams. No, Nick Barnett. Oh, oh, damn! So you know what I used to do with the Packers linebackers Oregon on Madden? State Beaver. Yep, we'd play we'd play uh, Madden tournaments and shit like in eighth grade or whatever it was, eighth grade, ninth grade, one of the two. And I would put a dual Hodge in the middle, and I'd have AJ Hawk, and then I'd have Nick Barnett on the outside since so they were both fast. Yeah, Hodge is a little bit slower, but Hodge was just could was, fuck shit up. In the yeah, middle. and and like, but Barnett on the outside was a game changer. I mean, I mean yeah, he's yeah. An so he could take the old fucking tight end out, and everyone's just bitching, like pissed off at me. And I'm like, hey, you guys <laughs> could fucking pick the Packers, but you all leave, leave let me take the Packers. Yeah, some modern green was just a fucking beast. I saw a few highlights on Twitter about that old line just mashing with the Mon Green. Dude. And I saw Tony Fisher highlight. Mm-hmm. Fisher was good. Damn good fucking. I like Fish. Dude, that's actually in the screen game. They had, at one point in the early 2000s, was it 03 to 04, or 02 to 04, 05, somewhere in there? I mean, they had Green. They had like a perfect setup for running backs. They had Mon Green, who was could do anything. Najee Davenport, as much as you think he would have been a goal line back, he was kind of, they used to run him in between the 40s. You remember that? He he, he didn't like causing contact. He wasn't no. like a bruiser. But he was so good. Remember that when they would give Green oh, a breather, yeah. like in between the 40s? Yeah. And then Tony Fisher, I don't know if there's been a better third down Packer running back than him. Like, overall, like just yeah, I, past I mean, I'm talking like we're receiving pass uh, or blitz, pass uh, protection and all that shit. Like 
Damn, he was good, though. Yeah, out of Notre Dame, right? Mm-hmm. Undrafted, yeah. too. Damn. I don't know how. I always thought, not that I watch a ton of Notre Dame football, but I always thought he was good at Notre Dame. I, I, I knew Najee Davenport very well in Miami. Oh, yeah. I like Dump. Mm-hmm. Najee happens. Not, you know what's funny is Najee was the fullback for Clinton Portis. God, Clinton Portis was damn good, too. Yeah. You ever just, you guys ever are bored, just look up some of those nine, those like late 90s, early 2000s Miami Hurricane teams, and you will be like, holy shit. Loaded? Lo- just, I mean, offense, defense. It's kind of shitty that it, they didn't win more then. <laughs> Especially in their fucking conference. That's what I was saying, or thinking. Like, they would always like drop one fucking game. Was it Will Coker? Well, he was later. He was he ruined oh. Miami, but um, Larry Coker was there when they lost to Ohio State. Any Butch Davis or anything? Butch Davis was there the last year they won. Oh, then okay. he took the Browns job. <laughs> but then let's see. So before, okay. So Jimmy, I'm trying to think. Who was the dude's name that took him? Like in the seven, late seventies, they sucked. They were terrible. They almost cut the fucking team, the program. That's a thirty for thirty-two. That's worth watching. If you like Miami Hurricanes football, if you don't, I mean, don't watch it. But <laughs> people watch that thirty for thirty. They don't like Miami's football. Yeah, they're they're like why did I watch this? Apart. Yeah, they're like this is stupid. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, don't watch it if you don't like Miami hurt football. I don't know why. I was always Texas and fucking Miami. Those are always my two like college football teams. Yeah, I, I really never had too many college football teams. I don't know what I not say you weren't working on the weekends, but I feel like I was always kind of working. Yeah. So I Shonies. Shonies and Jamar. Yeah. And it's 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 a big weekend job that I, I didn't get the. I think what the only reason why I think. I really became like those big fans of those teams. It's because it was always two thirty. What time did they play? Two thirty or seven? Most oh, of the time. Yeah. So it was like perfect, where it was like kind of had a chance from two thirty to five to watch football, or seven o'clock on was good. I could watch. So yeah. like the old cows are sleeping. Yeah, got milk. They're go. good to go. But so like it was like Miami. Texas, I always, I don't know, for some reason I was just always infatuated by those two schools. What? And now I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> well, both of them kind they of both fucking suck. blow. suck, yeah. Which, it was just too bad. They they used to just get just fucking, yeah, like we said, studs. Yep, for sure. Quick fact before we might head out here, who knows. Most career games with 10-plus re- 10 receptions and 100-plus yards. Who's number one? Jeff? I'm going to guess it's going to be Andre Johnson. You fucker. You saw this. I didn't you, see it, but you it's... fucking cocksucker. No, I didn't fuck. see it, but it's so obvious. Why? That fucking guy... Why is that obvious? Because he always fucking did shit like that. If you have... Why do you think he was always a first-round pick in fantasy? Yeah, that's not he funny. never scored fucking touchdowns either. 
I don't even remember his like when you bring up receivers. I don't his name doesn't click in my head for fucking. I only liked him because he played for Miami. You, I think you saw my phone. No. Who's number two? Wait, so the ten catches, ten plus. Larry Fitzgerald. Not even on the list. Oh, okay. Ooh, ten catches. Mm. It's the most career games with ten plus catches, hundred plus receiving yards. Everyone on this list, of course, we know. So it's not like Antonio Brown. Yep, that's number two. Tied with. Tied. Brandon Marshall's got to be on there somewhere. Brandon Marshall, good night. It's number. Technically number four. What, what's what's like the top 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 ten? Yeah, it's top. Uh, no, it's, yeah, top ten. But so there are some Marshall ties. was tied for fourth. Marshall was actually third. There's two people tied for second. Oh, so who's the other time? Uh, let's think here. Ten. So I'm uh, getting a, a guy that you, I mean, knows gets a lot of catches and yards. All receivers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Guy I know gets a lot of catches. tied with Brown at at eighteen. So I don't Bro. know. Set twenty one. That's how many Andre Johnson had. What did Antonio Brown have? 18. And that's what the next receiver has to. 18. Terrell Owens? Nope. Is he on the list? No. Damn, I didn't know that. Eamon won't like that. <laughs> hey, man, I didn't fucking make the list, Eamon. <laughs> I don't even know if he listens anymore after the draft one. Yeah, I think He's so. fucking probably fucking hates us. Yeah, he's like, you guys suck. <laughs> uh, I told you. Yeah. We, I told you we do suck at the draft. Yeah. Ah damn! Actually, just Julio really, Jones. Okay, that so like honestly, I'd say Julio Jones. I mean, though Julio Jones probably scored a, obviously more touchdowns than Andre Johnson, but like I don't feel like those two have had that different of a career. The only reason why I feel like everyone's gonna say Julio was so much better is because Julio made it to a Super Bowl, Julio made it to the playoffs. Julio I, had way better quarterback. Yeah, like dude. Andre Johnson played with shit for the whole prime of his career. Especially in boxing. Him and Cortland Finnegan. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. We should find that and put that on the Twitter page. Brandon Marshall, though, was pretty impressive with you. Um, 16, Wes Welker. Oh, damn. See, that's what I was like thinking. I was, I was kind of thinking that there was going to be guys I wouldn't even think of. Two guys at 15. You definitely know both of them. Yep. One's retired, one's still playing. Jerry Rice and Michael Thomas. 14, ah. Marvin Harrison. Probably has more guns than that 14. Maybe that's the guy Sheriff Nate got. Tim. No, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> and 13, Tim Brown. I was I always liked Tim Brown. Yep. And then 12 is Anquan Bolden, Larry Fitzgerald, Tony Gonzalez, and Calvin Johnson. So... I was actually going to say, it's funny because I almost said Anquan Bolden for like one of the top on that. And then after you said Fitzgerald, no, I'm like, well, then Bolden can't be Yeah. Because so. I was going to say Fitzgerald and Bolden. Man, Andre Johnson really got fucking boned. Just, dude, he just played on shit teams. 
all the fucking time. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah, j- just think, I don't want to bring this back to the pack, but hopefully Jordan Love works out and all these young receivers that even though if you have a, a stud fucking receiver, you don't have anyone to throw to them. Yep. So hear me out on this, people. This is interesting. Actually, I'm not... I'm going to let Jeff Rand quick. I got to fuck yeah. this. I'm going to do it Colby here. Yeah. Colby! So, I got an interesting thought here for everybody to think about. Would it, is it possible? To, would it be impossible to think that the Packers could trade Aaron Rodgers after this season? And I did a little looking into this. If you did that, you would save yourself about four point eight million dollars in the salary cap. If you cut Aaron Rodgers or traded him after this season. Obviously, I don't want them to cut him. But I'd want possibly to think about trading him. So, my point is, what if Aaron Rodgers, this season alone, right now, coming up. Let's say he throws for, I don't know, 4,500 yards, 37 touchdowns, and 6 interceptions. So obviously he's going to have a quarterback rating of over 100. Do you think it would be a good idea to look into training Aaron Rodgers? And again, this is just an opinion. And I've thought about this too because I'm thinking, what did the Packers get for Favre when they traded him to the Jets? A third-round pick, right, I think, fourth? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Does anybody? I mean, if anybody remembers, I, I would love to know who that player was. I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. I don't know either. But my point is, so let's just say Aaron Rodgers. So the numbers I read off would be like borderline MVP, right? Would it make more sense to throw his ass out on the trade block after a year like that? Then it would be to wait another two or three years for him to get old and decrease in skill. What do you think? I I, I kind of look at like me and you have always talked about trades. Is I think a lot of people and fans think trade this player, trade this player. It's like, well, there has to be a buy. Right. So, I think it's very bold that if the Packers would trade Rodgers after having a, a, a dominant year, because I agree with you, like, you'd want to trade him when his stock's the highest, of course. But it's just like, and like I, I guess I said before, I don't think NFL franchises worry too much about the fans, but... You have some backlash. Trading Rodgers after that is it's it's a bold call which could pay off, but but let's you, say you also have to find a you also have to find a buyer. What if a what buyer if that he actually gives you worth the shit that when Rodgers stocks that high, you're gonna be asking King's ransom for it. Not maybe not King's ransom, but. I mean, okay. Here's the thing. This is why only reason why I'm thinking of it is what did Cleo Mack? What did the what did the Raiders get from the Bears in the Cleo Mack trade? What was it? Two first. Two first. 
a third, a second, but they I think they gave him a second. So pretty much yeah, two. Still, he's just about to be on a second contract. True. <laughs> but there was no guarantee he was signed with Chicago. I mean, they Chicago. Well, I'm get sure I'm sure it was in the works. But I'm saying so. Let's say after this year, though, you get rid of Aaron Rodgers, you trade him. Because see, that's the other thing. Don't. I'm not trying to make this seem like you trade him to trade him. I don't want that. I'm saying, do you look into trading Aaron Rodgers because this is probably going to be the best value as far as a return package you're ever going to get? Me, personally, I don't. I, I, you, think, I, you think you hang on to him? Yeah, I... I don't know if hanging on to him is the right term. I, I think he's still my right kind of quarterback I'm looking to All lead right. us. This is the other thing. Yeah, I agree with you there. But what if Jordan Love and the scout team is showing you, because we're obviously not there all week, right? What if Jordan Love's making throws in the scout game? Or has a good preseason and tears up the scout team. Do you feel like, and Aaron Rodgers has a year like that, if you can get two firsts and a third? Not that I want this to happen, but me personally, I I would like to happen what happened to Favre against the Cowboys to get hurt. And I would like to see Love in an actual game situation. Like, like actually I mean, you can, well. you can kind of tell someone... How they do in practice, but until they get in a game situation, it's like just hold another ball. Fuck. Game. So, I mean, I don't, I do not want Rodgers to get hurt. But if it did, if he did, I there's an opportunity for Packer fans to see what Jordan Love can do in an actual like regular season game. Which he's that's the only way he's getting in for the next I don't know year or two at least, if not well, three. as long as Aaron Rodgers on the roster. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, as an organization, I don't know if it's just something that it's an interesting oh, yeah. thought, though. It's like, I just think it's an aggressive play, which it's I mean, it, it's a aggressive. it's a it's a Madden move. That was because I don't play Madden. I know, but that's something like if I was playing Madden, that I would think of doing. So so that's a thing. That's the thing, though. When you fucking make that move in Madden, who gets mad at you? The other fucking losers that play Madden with you? Yeah. Not, but, not an entire state. But my point, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> if there's a team, though, I mean, I'm just saying right now. So if you would get two firsts and a third, would you, if someone off, someone, let's just say the Raiders got in the horn with you after the season, said, hey, we'll give you two, two firsts and a third for Rodgers. Hands down. You take it? Fuck yeah. So that's, okay. But, but that's, I, I just... Like, I don't think the Packers, because the Packers... I don't think I'd ever get that for Rodgers. The guy's fucking, what, 36, 37 years old? He's got three more years after this one. Well, yeah, three more years on the contract the Packers signed him. That doesn't mean other teams, like, want that contract. If I'm Oakland, I consider it. Because you got Derek Carr paying a lot anyways. It would have to be, but that's the thing, it would have to be a team that already has a quarterback that they're paying a lot to. So that they could kind of, like... So then they would trade that quarterback to the Packers? No, they'd probably just either trade him to someone else or, or just cut him. him. Yeah. So it would have to be a team that 
paid a lot to a quarterback that also has an out. Correct. Because I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just thinking a team like just Oakland. Like, we're trying to find a ma- like a matchmaker, and yeah. the fucking criteria just right. keeps adding up. But I'm kind of thinking a team like Oakland would, or Oakland. I keep saying Oakland. They're not even Oakland anymore. Las yeah, Vegas. Well, well, yeah. We actually oh. we called the Chargers San Diego last week, so oh. yeah, well, okay. whatever. Not that it matters. They should have stayed. They had no friends. Not fan, friends. They had no fans in LA, anyways. But it's just something interesting to kind of think about, though. And again. It's one of those stupid fucking thoughts I had today where I'm like, no one's going to probably... Obviously, it's probably not going to happen. Oh, yeah. It, I don't think so, but it's not a bad idea to bring up to try to get some assets before that thing's fucking gone. Because I'm just thinking, and I've been looking at Aaron Rodgers' stats the last two to three, four years... Obviously, 2017, I'm going to throw that one away because he broke his collarbone. Yeah. But, um, you know what I mean? They, I'm not, and that's the thing, I'm not going to sit here and try to make it seem like Aaron Rodgers is not a fucking top quarterback because he's still a top quarterback. And when I say top quarterback, I consider top 10 for sure. Kobe. Come on. This is going in. Come on. Oh, shit. God damn it. I thought for sure that was going in. I cornered, cornered the market there, pun intended. But, yeah, it's... I don't know. I guess I guess the way I looked at it is the only reason I thought about it, because I'm like, okay, what could the Packers have gotten in 2006 if they dangled Brett Favre? And then I was like, well, probably jack shit, because he threw, led the league in interceptions. 29? Yeah, so... Around rips on Jameis Winston. I'm like, well, five through 29 and I was 05. So, yeah, I don't know. Just something to think about, though. Oh, hell yeah. I, I Actually, maybe that's what... A, oh, shit. Maybe that's what our listeners like Steve Pratt wanted. Yeah, a little bit of... Uh, disagreed. Yeah. My fucking microphone's falling down. We gotta... You know what? We gotta start watching just for Pratt and Armel. Just a little more uh, Skip and Shannon. Just I'm not even bringing Arnold up anymore. I don't even think he fucking <laughs> listens. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Pratt doesn't either. Eh, that's all right. Yeah. It uh, means you don't work together a ton anymore, so at least we get to just hang out. Actually, bullshit. Yeah, so. it is funny. I actually like really look forward to doing the podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I don't... We don't see each other. Usually here. after how we pound on Sundays, I'm like, okay, I, I enjoy my Monday, Tuesdays off a yeah. little bit. Like, yeah. Off of drinking. And, yeah. Uh, and Wednesday, I'm like, I'm Wednesday ready. usually comes on. I'm like, I come out to the garage. I'm like, okay, I can ha- I can dabble. Dabble a bit. Yep. For sure. So, all right. Well, I think it was a good podcast. Keeping under two hours for you boys uh, and girls. They go, they go a lot slower when you're not. Fucking fourteen beers deep. Thank God. Yeah. I um, last week I was trying to add some shit. I don't know if anyone realized that those animal noises. <laughs> oh, in, in the whole Bob Catalina last Wednesday, I, I was up to like one in the morning trying to figure that out drunk. Oh, he got pretty drunk last Wednesday too. And uh, it was I fucking hate it. I, I was with my daughter all day on Thursday. I have. Uh, not that me and my wife are yeah. divorced. I just she goes to work and I have Evelyn all day and it was <laughs> awful. 
So people are probably like, oh yeah, like uh, Argy had the kid on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I sound like I'm fucking white trash. So, hey, another round of that. Uh, yeah, hey, it, it works. Yeah. Um, another episode of Two Beers One Garage in the books. Episode, I don't think I said it. Episode twenty two. So if been. you text Mir Z, the first person to text Mir Z, what episode number this is? Twenty-two, um, huh? You win uh, a free T-shirt when we make them. All right, I got one Kobe, and then we'll cut her off. We'll do a. This is what we're gonna do. Kobe. Oh my God, that's how we ended it. What All it right. do, baby?